Breaking news! Apple announces new M3 MacBook Pros with 40% more glue. At an event this evening, Apple announced brand new MacBook Pro models powered by the company's new M3 processor. Quote, but the real story here is the glue, enthused Apple CEO Tim Cook. With up to 40% more glue than the previous generation MacBook Pros, this is our most glued together laptop ever. According to Apple's vice president of Hardware engineering, John Turnus. The glue in the new M3 MacBook Pro is, quote, sourced from biodiverse, carbon-neutral, artisanal glue farms and is, quote, completely covering absolutely every chip. Quote, when we designed the glue in the M3 MacBook Pro, we had one goal, continued Turnus, to keep Lewis Rossman's grubby little fingers from messing around in our laptops. We absolutely love how glued together all of our parts are. <laughs> we think you will too. <laughs> um, I, I, I kill me right now. I, I watched the, the Apple event with a, bunch, with a bunch of you over on lunduke.locals.com. And it struck me. Uh, it, one, Apple is creating in parts, some really impressive pieces of hardware, right? The, the, the M1, M3, etc., M3 Max, M3 Ultra Pro Max Extreme Edition, all of all the different variants are very impressive chips. They're extremely impressive pieces of engineering. But it continues to amaze me how Apple can have some of the most brilliant minds and create some truly impressive pieces of, of engineering technical wizardry. The performance, the, the power consumption is just stellar in these things. And at the same time, despite that brilliance, they can't give us a laptop with a removable battery. They can't give us a laptop that is user upgradable. They can't give us a laptop with with screws in it that we can just open up and fix on our own. They glue the heck out of everything. And it is absolutely asinine. It makes me think of Apple of old. There was a time when Apple prided themselves. Like it was it was a thing when Steve Jobs got up on stage, he would showcase how easy it was to open up the case of a, of a PowerBook or a PowerMac G3, right? He would show us how on an iBook, you could pop the whole keyboard off by, without even any screws. You had these little tabs at the top and you go boink and the whole keyboard would pop up. You could change the RAM and you could pull out, literally the wireless card was a PCMCIA card that you could doink, yoink it out. You don't even need it. You could, you could air gap the darn thing. You could, you could change out the hard drive, the battery. They made it. They prided themselves so much on having easy to replace batteries. The old iBooks, you change the battery with a quarter, right? It had those little, those little screw knobs that you stick a quarter in and go one quarter turn and the battery just popped out. And you pop in a new one. You can do it, hot swap it. It was great. You know, and put it in a little battery charger and charge that one up while you're using the next one. They had their, their Wall Street and Pismo line of laptops could have batteries two of them at once in hot swappable drive bays, one on either side, and you eject them by pulling a little lever forward and it goes choink, 
boom, and it shoots out the battery. And you could put in two batteries to get crazy battery life at the same time. You could pop both of them out and charge them, one of them out. You could hot swap them. It was amazing. It was amazing. The number of ports on an old PowerBook G3, they had SCSI ports and, and serial ports and USB ports and FireWire ports. They had ports and ports and ports and a little Ethernet connectivity. They had infrared. It was incredible. It was incredible. The amount of expandability, the ease of getting into these machines was fantastic. Were they perfect? No, they weren't perfect. They could have been better in so many ways. But they, but, but under Steve and under Gil Emilio and John Scully and all of them, they were, they were user serviceable machines, at least to a certain extent. Now, these are glued together marvels. Even, I mean, half the, uh, you can't, you can't change the battery on your friggin' iPhone. Got one right here. Can't change the battery on it. Uh, you, you get a, you get a modern iPad, get a MacBook, any of it. You want to upgrade the RAM? No, can't. Can't upgrade the RAM. Can't upgrade the hard drive. Can't, can't open the darn thing up. Can't change the battery in it. That, that's the one that gets me the most because it assures an end of life. It assures you that the entire machine you just bought is destined for a landfill. And you see these reports all the time of Apple intentionally remote bricking iPod touches, early iPhones, all of them, iPads even, where people will get recycled machines and like, okay, great, we'll wipe them all off and and uh, recycle them and maybe 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 find a way to put a new battery in them and, and, and ship them out to new people so it can be reused because it would be green, it would be good for the economy, it would be great for people who don't have machines like this, it would be it would be fantastic, right? But Apple doesn't want that, so they brick them. Apple hates its users. It hates you. It hates me. Apple just does. They weren't always this way. I mean, you can't even install their software, Mac OS, their operating system on unsupported hardware. They do everything they can to stop you from installing on unsupported hardware. It's insane. The, the amount of, of control is over the top. If Apple with their amazing technical. I mean, they are doing some, engineering-wise, some very cool things. If they coupled that with doing some uh, truly wonderful good things for all of us to come together and be like, wow, they want us to use this laptop forever and I can hot swap out the, the batteries and I can upgrade my RAM and all that. Oh, I would be an Apple fanboy right now. Truly would. Truly would. But that is not what Apple wants. And until they do that, I am going to dog on them and criticize them every single chance I get until they pull their head out of their big, giant hindquarters shaped like a spaceship and start shipping machines that you can change the gosh darn battery on. Uh, I should also point out that if you are watching this on, on YouTube and whatnot, you are not getting this the best way. You can get this completely free of commercials. You can get all the work that I do commercial-free over at lunduke.locals.com. Go to lunduke.com. There's links there for everything I produce, uh, all the sites that you can sign up for, free or paid. It's great. Uh, I should also point out that I have a sale going on. 
that great? So last week I had a sale. Um, do I do I have that here? I, I don't know if I have that here. Well, I, I had a sale where I celebrated the the ten day anniversary of ending a previous sale. Now I have canceled a sale and created a new sale that looks just like it. I'm going to read this to you now. Brian Lunduke, editor supreme of the Lunduke Journal, has stunned industry watchers today by abruptly canceling the current Lunduke Journal subscription sale and replacing it with a new sale with identical details. Quote, that old sale was giving me a lot of sass talk, stated Lunduke. And I'm not about to sit here and let some cheeky subscription sale give me a bunch of lip. So I canceled it and created a new sale that looks just like it. Boom. The response from the community and parents alike was swift and supportive. Quote, you let one subscription sale sale start mouthing off like that. The next thing you know, every sale is doing it. You got to be strong. Got to set an example for the other sales that no guff is going to be tolerated. End quote. Uh, quote, that sale got off easy, stated Big Bubba, another Lunduke Journal fan. One of my sales start back talking like that to me like that? Uh-uh, no, sir. Big Bubba don't put up with no sauce. <laughs> so uh, uh, he's a little frequently asked question. Um, so it's the same sale? Uh, no, it's a different sale. That old sale is on timeout because it's a cheeky little devil. Um, what uh, are the details of the new sale? I forget. You'd have to ask the subscription page. Okay, what's the link for that? Uh, not going to tell you. It's a secret. Seriously, this is the absolute worst marketing I have ever seen. Uh, I know, right? Uh, you got to at least give us a link. Fine. I'll give you a hint. It rhymes with schmunschmook and has a .com after it. Wait, or, or .org or something. Whatever. You'll, you'll figure it out. Uh, anyway, so uh, you can... <laughs> Look, look at me right there. I'm like, I'm like giving, I'm like, mm. <laughs> so yeah, there's a sale going on. Go to, go to schmunschmook.schmom or something that rhymes with that, that may or may not be on the screen right now. And you can find out the details, whatever. Um, anyway, I want to say thank you to everyone for supporting all the work that I do. Uh, all of you are all fantastic. Uh, I, I really couldn't do it without you. Uh, you are uh, the best nerds. Uh, on this green earth of ours. And uh, I hope you get to do something truly nerdy today. I, I hope you do because you deserve it. I hope someone gives you a high five for doing it because high fives are awesome. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, nerds and nerdettes around the world, I do declare end broadcast. <laughs>